understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Phase Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley, and welcome, welcome, welcome back. Get ready, gear up. If you are in the car, baby girl, you have to pause this one a couple times because... (laughs) It's been a hot minute since we deep dived into this conversation and you guys know how important it is for me to be real authentic and just vulnerable about my experiences to help you because I can only imagine what you're going through as you try to become this new person, shed those layers, get to the next level, get to the above average, do what the other people are doing, like get to that level of freedom and abundance and purpose and divine assignment. And you can see it and you can feel it. And you've even tried manifesting it. But for some reason, it feels like there's something in between you and that thing. You keep trying, you keep hiring people, you keep asking questions, you keep going on coffee dates with people who are where you want to be. And for some reason, you're not moving forward. Or if you do, you move forward only to take 10 steps back. What is wrong? Why not you? What's going on? And I need you guys to hear me when I say this. I say this all the time, entrepreneurship is glorified online, business ownership is glorified online, in which it should be. It does provide a lifestyle of creativity, freedom, and abundance that working for someone else cannot. But I need you to understand something, that if you are not moving and you feel as if you've been doing everything that everyone else is telling you to do, there's a wall in between you and that thing and there's only one reason. And it's the truth that no one wants to tell you about as it's glorified online. I feel like no one tells you what you have to own personally and some of the things that you're going to have to sacrifice because there is a level of shedding who you are to become who you need to be. And somewhere in between that path, I feel like people get stuck. They get stuck listening to what everyone else says they should do. They try to hustle their way to the top. And instead of unbecoming who they are to become that new person, they become someone that they're not. And so in order for you to do this, there's this ugly peeling. Like the best analogy I can think of is when you and I, well, depending on your skin color, me, when I go to the beach, I go to the beach one to have fun, but I expect to tan. I expect to come out with a bronze glow for the next two or three weeks that will make me feel good, that will make me feel sexy, that will make me want to wear some of my favorite light bright clothes because my skin is tan and I look great. The part that nobody talks about with a tan is if you stay too long or you don't apply your sunscreen right, you can look really cute for a week and have this super ugly phase of shedding your skin and looking like a scaly lizard. 
But nobody talks about that, right? And if you do it wrong, it's almost like it's too late. Like if you apply the aloe too late, it's too late, girl. You're peeling no matter what, whether you got a wedding to go to or a photo shoot, your nose is going to be peeling and your face is going to be six different colors and there's no going back. That's kind of like entrepreneurship. You have to peel back some layers. Entrepreneurship is a self-development journey disguised by a business venture. I promise you that. I have never cried more as an entrepreneur than I have in any other phases of my life, but not from like a, this is destroying me or it's so hard or just, oh my God, woe is me. But for this experience right here, this is mostly what I find myself crying about. I will have the highest highs and the lowest lows because I will accomplish something massive, have a moment of glory, and in the next days and weeks find myself weeping on the floor, trying to understand why somewhere deep in my soul, I'm stuck trying to figure out why I don't feel worthy of the things that I'm receiving, why I don't think I should be having this much money, why I don't think I should be praise the way that I am by my students or the people that I'm impacting or the people that I'm helping to share their message or why all of a sudden the person that told me that I was a piece of shit and I didn't deserve anything 12 years ago somehow still has some type of control on my mind. How? Haven't I done enough? Haven't I done enough? I... We have launched over a hundred podcasts. Personally, my personal journey, my agency has launched over a hundred podcasts since we started this business. I have nothing else left to prove to myself, but that is because there is a shedding of layers. There is some deep, deep, deep personal work that entrepreneurship will not let you get to the next level until, until you choose to deal with these things. And the problem is, is that it's so ugly and it is inevitable. You don't get to experience abundance and great things with these things stuck somewhere and suppressed in your soul. So I wanted to talk to you today because if you feel like there's a wall in between where you are right now and where you've been trying to get to, and it feels like it's been months, years and years, and you've told everyone and you've tried a few things and you've hired people, there is a reason. And that reason is you, but it's not so simple. There is some deep unbecoming that you are going to have to own. And if you know me and you listen to the stranded face, I'm not going to come at you with this without a list. I couldn't think of them all, but I definitely had to remind myself of some of the things that I had to sacrifice some of the things I had to sacrifice and some of the things I had to own that I don't think enough people talk about. I feel like everyone is on this self-care kick right now. Like, do more for you. If you don't feel like working, don't work. If you want to travel, travel. If you don't feel like responding to clients, put boundaries out and tell them it's going to be 24 to 48 hours before you respond and blah, 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 blah. And while I agree with this wholeheartedly and as a busy, busy business owner, I couldn't agree with you more because that's how you maintain your sanity. I have a little bit of different look on this. Your brain, family, and the sake of your creativity need it. I promise you that. It is one of the most necessary things. But I don't think you get to have that in the beginning. I don't think you do. 
I think there's too many people trying to skip the process, trying to build boundaries around a business that doesn't even make profit yet. You can talk about being a business owner all you want and diversity and owning a team and Black Lives Matter and how to treat your clients and customer service, but you don't even have an LLC or you don't have clients or you can't even project your monthly income because you don't know what's going to happen from month to month because you don't have a viable business strategy or a monthly revenue system or a plan or recurring revenue. You have none of that. None of it. So before we talk about some of those things, I, I really want people to understand, and maybe this sounds like the old method, and maybe maybe there's a new group of people that have developed something that I'm not aware of, or maybe my life is just harder, but I really feel like for a lot of us, we have to understand that that comes after. You have to sacrifice some things. You have to. What are you celebrating? You don't have anything to celebrate yet. And this is not me sitting here saying that you can't celebrate life or eat dinner with your children or enjoy a birthday. Do all of those things. But there has to be a point at some point that you want this bad enough that you're willing to put it first. I just had a conversation with a friend a couple weeks ago and she reminded me that last year on her birthday, we've done every single birthday together. And she said, last year you didn't even come to my birthday. And I literally sat there and I was like, what? I would never. And I was sitting there and I was thinking and I was like, what the hell was I doing on her birthday? And I like sat there for like a good 10 minutes and thought about it. And I remembered, I remembered, I remembered sitting on the couch, having the conversation with my fiance and saying, I really want to go to her birthday, but it seems like the last two months, all of my revenue that's coming in is going right back out. And it feels like my profits are so small. This business isn't making sense. I'm starting to wonder if I should have to go get a job. Maybe I'm in the wrong niche. And he was like, you're just going to have to dive deep and go all in or get the hell out. And I remember in that moment, it just felt so profound. I had so many ideas. I, I wanted to go so hard. I just said, I love you so much, but I can't come to your birthday today. And I remember that feeling And I'm not saying skip someone's birthday, but there will be moments when you know you have to make that choice. There obviously has to be a fair balance, but now this year I'm getting ready to travel to go celebrate her birthday with her for five days out of town because I have the money and the abundance and the team and the freedom to do so. But I needed to make a small sacrifice. I needed to get my affairs in order. I needed to hustle in the beginning for this business to get it to where it is now, just a year later, where I can do everything I always wanted to do. I have more time, abundance, and freedom and income that I could ever imagine to do the things that I never thought I could even do, but I needed a little bit of hustle. I needed to sacrifice some of my time. And so this goes into what I always talk about. You make money to spend and invest it. You make money to spend and invest it. You are either giving up money or freedom. So in the beginning, you're not going to have a ton of money. That makes sense. This is why you can't buy a property when you're 21. This is why most startups have to engage others for funds to raise capital. You won't start with a lot of money. That's normal. So you'll hustle and give up your freedom and your time so that you can make money and then you will make a ton of money and then you will pay out that money to have back your freedom. You have to give up one or the other. There is no in between. You don't get to have a business or be an entrepreneur just simply because you say so and charge what you're worth. You can charge what you're worth when you have the experience and you've done 
the work. Another thing that we have to learn to sacrifice is you have to sacrifice you for them. True business, culture, business ownership, entrepreneurship is changing the world one person at a time. So if you don't have that person in mind, who are you truly impacting besides your ego and your need for validation? I see too many people promoting themselves and their personal brand and the amount of time and effort that they've put into their work when they say, oh, I've worked on this for six, six weeks. You should be so excited. I'm about to bring you something so great. And it has this, 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 and this in it. Nobody cares. No one is, not enough people are selling the outcome or the transformation. You have to sacrifice you for them. Another one of the most important lessons I learned is you have to stop taking things so personal. Stop taking things so personal. You cannot grow or receive criticism like that. It's impossible. It's it's as simple as the concept as they say, you cannot, you cannot talk and listen at the same time. You cannot be taking things personal and receive criticism at the same time. It's impossible. And in order for you to go, you grow, you must be able to receive that. Now that doesn't make everyone's criticism correct, their opinion always right, but you cannot take everything personal. And for me, the biggest part of that was my mistakes. Every time we screwed up on a client, every time I promised something and underdelivered, oh my God, y'all, I took that stuff so personal. Every single mistake was Another opportunity for me to look in the mirror and say to myself, you know, consciously or subconsciously, are you even ready for this? Do you even know what you're doing? Did you sell? Are you even capable? Are you who you say you are? Are you full of shit? No, no. I had a coach that always tells me these are simply growing pains. These are simply growing pains. This means that what you offer does well. You've bit off more than you can chew. Now you need to take a step back and give it a bird's eye eye view and decide what you can change and adjust to better deliver a service or product. Stop taking things so personal. Another thing that a lot of you need to understand is you need to give up consumption for creation. I don't know if you guys have watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, but if you have not, go watch it. The best line that I heard on there is that if you are using Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, any of those free platforms, and you are not paying to be on that platform, and you can basically do whatever you want on this platform, (laughs) you are the product. If you're not paying for the service and it's free to you, it's because you are the product. Your attention is the product. Those app's jobs are to maintain your attention as long as possible so they can sell advertisers your, not your information, to sell them advertising spots because they can guarantee as a viewer, you're on there six hours a day. So the likelihood that you will see it is very, very, very high. So you are the product. It is time to use this as a tool. So you have to start creating more than you are consuming. No offense to my clients. I love them dearly on a, on another level, but I have so many clients. They'll reach out to me and say, Hey, did you see my post today? I talked about you or, Hey, did you see my post today? I talked about the podcast and no offense, but I'm like, 
No, I'm barely on there. Like I post to speak to my audience. I put my videos up and then I get up off there and get to work. And that's not every day, but I'm like, no, not today. No, because I have to create more than I consume. You are a creator or a consumer. You have to make that choice every day. And I'm not going to go too deep into this because I know this is going to raise some eyebrows, but you will have to give up some relationships and friends. Some of you are with a partner right now that every time you say you're going to work an extra night and then they say, let's go on a date night, you cave, which is fine. But you have to decide who's more important because women especially, we'd rather disappoint, we'd rather disappoint ourselves than we would other people all day long. So you have to decide when you're going to start putting yourself first. And if you're in a relationship where you can't feel like you can do that, it might be time to make a change. And the same goes for your friends. If they don't understand, then that is their fault. Now I've told you on several episodes, you have to give them some grace. It might be time to take a, a break as friends. Give them some grace. But if they don't understand and they're nagging you because you're unavailable and you're not doing enough as a friend and their expectations and this, that, and the third, you are putting you first right now. Do not let someone tell you that you disappointed them for you simply putting yourself first, period. That's it. That's it. The simplest, it should be the simplest conversation ever. When you say, listen, I am so excited about this new business venture. I really truly believe that I can make money and impact people by doing X, Y, and Z. The problem is it's taking up so much of my time that I'm forgetting to text you back or I'm up late at night and I'm focused on this. Please just give me some time and I promise I will be there when I can. You might have to, I tell my friends all the time, girl, you might have to shoot me an extra text. I might be on a business call and then I forget to call you back. I tell my friends, the real ones understand But if you've got anybody guilt tripping you for you putting you first, that might be a relationship that you need to sacrifice. Now, while I think I could go on for hours about the things that we need to give up, (laughs) I mean, I talked about those things, but I think from that there's even regarding your health and your, your food and your, um, the things you consume on television and on Instagram and things for your mental health. There's a lot, but. I think the even more important part on this personal slash business journey for me has been the things that I had to, to own. Sacrifices weren't that difficult for me. Ownership, ownership and responsibility was. So I have a couple of things for you. One of the most important things you're going to have to sacrifice is your selfishness your selfishness, that it's all about me. It's not about you. It's not about you at all. Again, I see so many people selling themselves as a personal brand and centering it around like their level of influence. Now, I am not here saying you shouldn't have a personal brand. I 1000% agree that you should have a personal brand. But what does your personal brand sell? What do you offer? How do you transform people? How do you help others? What is your mission? What is your vision for other people? What can you provide them? How do you change someone's life? If you're just you selling you, that is going to be a short-lived, temporary life. So it may be time to self-assess how you want to help other people. And if you're putting yourself at the center of it all. If you are, listen to me, (laughs) 
quietly walk away from the need for validation because it's like a dopamine hit. You're only as good as your last accomplishment. You will have to do this over and over and over and over again. So focus on how you're going to help other people. One of the the biggest things I had to give up, and this was in the beginning. Well, first of all, I thought it was just in the beginning of my journey, but it has poked holes in my journey along the way and still continues to, is understanding the fact that I have been tamed. I have been tamed. This is the equivalent of a any animal or horse that you see in the zoo that was born and raised and limited to their environment and taught to please people for a reward Most of us have been tamed. We've been tamed. This makes us freaking phenomenal workers. We've been tamed to people please and to make sure that we disappoint others. And that equals validation. And that validation equals a reward. And those rewards make us worthy. This this taming makes us phenomenal workers and terrible entrepreneurs. Terrible. Because basically what has happened, it's like they open the floodgates, they let us out in the wild, we have to go get our own food, we have to make our own way, we have to build our own shelter, we have to, um, you know, recruit people to help us, we have to just kind of figure it out along the way and then make it work over and over and over again. We are now in the wild. The process of untaming is a long one. Here's my suggestion. You've heard me say this on the podcast before, but I will never stop promoting this book. Grab the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It is one of the best mind opening books that I have ever read about women, the need for women to become untamed, to stop apologizing, to stop saying sorry, to stop running and and chasing this need to be validated and to have all the things that we're taught that we're supposed to have as women and to live a life of freedom and abundance and the very thing that we believe in our mind we want that we have put away on the shelf a very long time ago. I highly, highly suggest that you do this and you understand that on this journey, if if you have the blessing to become an entrepreneur or a business owner full time, please understand (laughs) that with abundance and freedom will come this eerie feeling of you being irresponsible and everything from not knowing how to dress to not knowing how to be your new self because you are so tamed to act accordingly to then receive your reward to then be validated. You will have this eerie feeling of unbecoming. And like, who am I really? Who am I when I don't have to wear the suit? Who am I when I don't have to put on my speaking voice, my pick up the phone salesperson voice? Who am I when I don't have to clock in? Who am I and who can I be all the time? What does that look like? It is a true journey of unbecoming. Truly, it is being in the wild. And it is a process a whole process. There are still things that I catch myself doing that I'm like, why am I doing that? And my coach or my fiance or my friends in business will be like, girl, you doing that because you worked a corporate job for 12 years. It is a true process of unbecoming. The joy of it all though, is understanding that there are no limitations or no right way to do anything. There's no right way to be a mother. There's no right way to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, a leader. You get to choose to do it the way that you see fit because that's the choice you made. 
just the process of unbecoming societal norms is a hell of a one. Trust and believe. Another thing that you will have to own is that your mental and your physical health are priority numero uno. I'm not kidding when I say this. It is so important. I'm talking about the baby stuff from realizing that I have to work out every day to relieve the stress of it all to mental health and alignment and getting connected and grounded and just understanding my true power from journaling to walking to manifestation to having a spiritual intuitive guide to seeing a holistic doctor to, I mean, oh my God, y'all, a couple days ago, I did a um, sound bowl ritual and I'm open to anything at this point because I've learned the more the merrier. And I saw things about my childhood that I have never, ever seen or acknowledged before. That deep dive into every bit of who you are is the biggest part of peeling back the layers so that you can become this person. Because if you think for a fucking second that you are going to empower and inspire women to be the best versions of themselves and stand on a pedestal, not the best version of yourself, you are sadly mistaken. And if you try to fake the funk, the universe, God, whoever you choose to believe in will put you on the chopping block, will make you face these things. You cannot not be in alignment, not be fighting for the best version of you and then go serve other people. It does not work like that. Which goes into my next one and is why this is so important is because newsflash y'all, we are all fucked up. We all have a story. No matter the zero to 10 on a scale of how traumatic it truly is, Lord, I'm telling you, we all have a freaking story. So you better learn how to build some thick skin and do the effing work. Because like I said before, you are only as good as your last accomplishment. And with every new level will come a new devil. The shedding that you must shed of who you are, your new self must prevail. And everyone thinks this is a one-time thing, but this can happen more than once. I've had moments where I realized I shed the version of me that was taught to always please people, um, you know, with the way that I spoke to others, with the way that I carried myself, the way that I handled myself so deeply that I didn't know who I was. There was a shedding for that. There was a shedding for shedding the layers of who I thought I was as a girlfriend, as a woman, as a possible wife, what I thought I was able to obtain, the extent of what I was supposed to have, and the ability to be truly loved. I had to shed that. If I, if I told you the truth, I'm still shedding that. Because of physically and mentally abusive relationships I was in 10, 12 years ago. There was a shedding for that. I had to shed my money mindset. If I were truthfully honest with you, the thought and concept of generating more than $5,000 to $6,000 a month sound insane to me. I remember sending invoices at the start of my business journey that were $300 and thinking, who the fuck is going to ever pay this? Because I wouldn't. In side note, you will never be able to charge someone something you've never paid. 
So get ready to make the investment first. As soon as you start making those investments is when that type of money will be coming in. But asking somebody for something you've never paid, that's a really easy reason why you won't receive that type of money because you don't yourself even understand that type of investment to be asking for it from someone else as a business owner or an entrepreneur. But I remember there was a time where I thought charging more than $300 was insane. My business is generating well over five figures a month with scalable growth. I can see $50,000, $60,000 a month right over the horizon. Never did I ever, I had to shed my money mindset. I had to believe in true abundance. I had to spend I had to spend and build this team as if I knew this thing was already happening. But when I say new level, new devil, you know what this means because it's happened to you before in so many different instances. You experienced something so great. Anything from a promotion to having your first child to going on the best date you've ever had to getting engaged to having an incredible moment with a new best friend. Something great happened to you. You made a huge accomplishment. You got a new job. You spoke on a stage for the first time. You got your first high paying client. You lost 25 pounds. You had some major accomplishment. And right after that, it felt like you took some insane beating. The cost of the new level was pain. Because you're not fully healed. You're not fully whole. You experience pain after these accomplishments, sometimes in which is circumstance, but most of the time because of ego. Your ego is trying to protect you because you've never experienced this level of greatness. Your ego is saying, this is nice, but we don't want you to get used to this because this probably won't be all the time. This was a one time thing. So protect yourself. We don't, we don't want you to long for this and you don't get it again. This is the equivalent of someone telling you you meet someone good and you self-sabotage because you've never experienced that type of love. New level, new devil. Every time you accomplish something major, you feel like crap the next day. That is a sign that something is knocking at the door. It is a calling for you to fix some ugly stuff. And if you avoid digging deep into those layers, I'm not going to deny that you won't become rich and a millionaire and hustle your way to the top, but you will line up with the list of miserable ones, the ones that commit suicide, the ones that become drug addicts, the ones that become addicted to suppressants because you have not done the work. Owning your past and owning your inner child. Listen to me. If there's anything more important I tell you on this episode, it is this part right here. Owning your past and owning your inner child matters more than anything I have said today. I promise you, while you're not where you want to be yet, your powers lie behind a deep dive into those two things. Your past and your inner child. And I know those are... (laughs) sound exclusive and they're one and the same, but your past might be your past relationship that happened six years ago. Your inner child are the things that happen from two to 12. Your powers lie behind the deep dive into that. I promise the wall in between where you are now and where you want to be are your deep dive into your past and your inner child because they are the reason why you're indecisive. 
They are the reason why you're unable to speak up. They are the reason why you're shy. They're the reason why you don't trust yourself. They're the reason why you don't trust others. They're the reason why you struggle to create and believe in yourself and your abilities and your powers and your skills and your ability to manifest whatever the fuck you want. Your past and your inner child are the reasons for those things because they are not character traits. They are not inheritable. I don't even know if that's a word. You cannot inherit. It is not hereditary to be indecisive or be lazy or be impatient or have anger issues or be unable to speak up or shy or not trusting yourself and not trusting others and feeling like you're fatally flawed. Those are not characteristic traits. They're not hereditary. They are you. They are because of you. They are because of your past and your inner child. And so no matter how far you get, because you paid a coach X amount of dollars, or you've done all the unlimited amount of research, or you copied someone's business plan, or you invested X amount of dollars, or you raised $10,000 in capital startup funds, you better believe there is a new, with a new level comes a new devil, and you will be required to face these things. And when you are, you have a choice. You can choose to face them head on while building while growing, while being stretched, do the deep work and you can avoid them and you can join the line of many miserable millionaires. But I am telling you right now that if you are stuck, it is because you are in the process of unbecoming, shedding layers, shedding who you are to become who you need to be. And somewhere in between that, I don't want you to get lost and become someone you are not. You make sure that you understand along this journey that there is a lot of truth to the next level. It's the stuff you have to own and the stuff that you have to sacrifice that no one talks about. And the biggest mistake that you are ever going to make is avoiding these things that are a part of you healing them, owning them, taking responsibility for them, working through them, deep diving, taking responsibility, growing, that you will be able to have everything that you want. I love you guys. I hope this episode was helpful. I'll see you guys on the 15 minute Friday. Have a wonderful week. I'm sending you so much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.